Hello, it's Harry Deansway here, the host of Rat Chat, which is what I'm now calling the podcast. The podcast recorded live after Rats, London's bleakest night of entertainment. And last night, uh, I'm feeling very, very emotionally drained from. Um, it was ex- exhausting. It was uh, the rats were, were set on each other. Uh, they attacked each other's acts. Uh, there was heated debate. Uh, both during the show and during the interval and after the show, as you'll hear on the podcast, it was a very lively, um, energetic, anarchic rats. And, um, yeah, and, and it was draining for me because, uh, you know, I was, I was, it was like that, that scene in Indiana Jones where he's, uh, in the sewers and he, and he's surrounded and covered in rats. Uh, so, uh, that was how I would describe last night's show um which you will hear very shortly um after this quick message which is if you are enjoying these podcasts then why not donate using uh kofi forward slash deansbomb kofi is a platform that allows uh, easy donations uh you don't have to donate much 50p a pound two pounds whatever you fancy um and it will go towards marketing the night uh improving the podcast and, you know, I think a successful Rats, um, I mean, it is successful, Rats is always successful, but a uh, more popular Rats is good for stand-up comedy because, um, as those of you uh, who know will know, the aim of the night is to make uh, the acts give up, um, make people stop going to comedy, and um, that is... Uh, that is the plan so uh you'll be funding that anyway um the night is every tuesday at the day and night cafe in not the day and night i keep calling it the day and night cafe which is a cool music venue in manchester uh this is the day and night bar in angel it's every tuesday in london uh up until 26th of july and then we're gonna have an august break and back in september anyway this is a mad episode of the podcast and uh you're about to find out okay hello welcome to the rats podcast a fiery temperamental rats the likes of which i've not seen before uh fights about material arguments uh people storming out uh pure craziness the rats of old uh but what we're going to do we're going to go around quickly and meet uh, our guests this week. So just tell me your name, quick sentence about yourself, and we'll go around. So start uh, off I'm with. I'm Avaldis Karosis, and I've moved to, from Lithuania to to London to do comedy. And uh, that's a great start. Yes. I'm Helen Pariah. I'm uh, an art historian who lost her job and turned to comedy recently. Yeah, I'm John Sharp. I live in the East End of London, and I also work there. Uh, my name's Rob Copland, and I shouldn't be here. So there we go. So, uh, um, excuse me, uh, Evaldas, Mm -hmm. it's a complicated name. It's a lovely name, but it's a complicated name. So, um, so Evaldas and Helen have had a disagreement about Evaldas's uh, material on the British Museum. So, Evaldas, you can start and then we'll get Helen to reply. I I walked someone out, uh, not someone, I walked Helen out by doing museum material and I had to follow that with pedophile material to get the crowd back. Mm -hmm, This mm -hmm. was the first time I had to, pedophile material was less edgy 
Yes. And I made the crowd yes. come back when I switched to pedophile mm. material. That was the craziest part. But I didn't know that you can walk out someone with a museum material. Yeah, so is that, <laughs> is that um, your first walkout as a performer? No, I've had a horrible walk. I, have, I had other walkouts, but it's usually not for the, not for the museum stuff. Well, so, <laughs> Ellen, you were, you were so enraged by his material that you walked yes. out. So tell, tell our listeners a bit about it. I was trying to it. control myself because, you know, I was about even to do something worse than that. Because he just shitted the whole British heritage which we got here the jobs of British archaeologists who actually helped Egyptians to discover all that they have, including the Tutankhamun burial. You know, this, our money, our efforts, our knowledge. Yes, there is some arguments. He just came out and shitted everything. And he's young. What does he know? I'm actually a PhD, and I work in British Museum all the time. And recently, two days ago, I heard somebody come out and shitted on Stonehenge, saying it's just bulk of stones, which people are trying to get money of, of, of tourists. I thought it was hitting, hitting the guy as well, you know? And they're all young. Like, how old are you? I love, I love Stone Edge, by the way. I know, I love Stone Edge. I read a book about Stone Edge not too long ago. And then just, I'm just defending myself here. But no, I've actually Googled a lot of stuff. I always, obviously Mm -hmm. I cannot, I cannot argue with you. And you are right because I I I would be stupid to argue with someone who works in the museum and and has has PhD. Would you now change your material or are you going to stick with that bit? I'll add something so it doesn't sound like, uh, because I actually love the museum. I genuinely love the museum. You start from that. You know, I did say that. I did well, say but the, the, the everything, what you were so, uh, studying was basically okay, but is this true, efficacies, you know. Can I ask you a question? Stuff, you is know? this true? Because I've Googled that basically what happened at one point, a lot of stuff, the English took a lot of stuff. No, we're the French. Here. It's a fucking vogue. Vogue, vogue culture. They're trying we're to bloody destroy here. everything. We'll get yeah. to you, you go to some we'll museums and they have all this painting was uh, paint, uh, bought and supported by money of slavery. Bloody fuck. That was a time when everybody had slaves, you know. What do you do, you know? You just had slaves. Well, it's a great question. Question. We'll maybe have to deal with that on the next episode of the uh, podcast <laughs> no, okay, about okay. when it comes to slavery. Uh, let's get. We'll come back to this. So, John, you what? were the other act who took offence with a different act's material about Shemima Begum. Is that correct? It's another bitch. Yeah, correct. She's a bitch. She's a traitor. Okay. Well, oh Helen, we haven't quite finished. Stay here. Stay here. We haven't quite finished. We'll, we'll get you. Yeah. Okay. She should be actually. So, um, John. What, what you, 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 all right, Helen, we'll get back to this in just a sec. John, an act didn't, uh, uh, a joke about, uh, Shemima Begum. You, you got rid of your own act and you did a whole five minutes deconstructing his act. Tell, tell, tell us what your thinking was there. Uh, yeah, well, um, my thinking was, yeah, that, um, I live in the East End of London. I've worked in the East End of London and, um, one. Go on, Karen. It just sounds like it's going to be five minutes of the same material. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right. Cheers, about this. He's got to work um, tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, he, away from me. So, <laughs> and um, yeah. So, b- because I live and work in the East End of London, some white bloke that's been to a private school spouting on clever stuff. Um, Basically, he can go fuck himself. Okay, uh, as I'm sure some of you are picking up, the atmosphere is very, very tense. It's a very different rat chat uh, this week. Avaldas has just walked out, uh, scared of uh, coming to blows with Helen, who's very passionate about art history. Uh, John, who is a sort of uh, surreal... uh, prop comedian has uh decided to get all political i mean this is uh you know this is 
the, the world's gone mad. The rat universe is is shaken. But um, you know, we're nothing if not fair. So I thought uh, during the interval, I did record uh, the act uh, who made the Shemima Begum joke. Uh, I did record him giving a, a passionate defense uh, of his material, which um, I think is it's important to feature actually in the podcast because um, you know uh, it's a it's a common issue in comedy uh, people taking offense to jokes and um, I'm very much of the mind that there is uh, no subject that you shouldn't be able to to joke about um, and uh, and so I think this is a, actually really uh, an important piece of podcast history coming up here um, important important to hear the debate between two um amateur acts as they uh debate uh the the merits of uh, of some material and uh, uh the the act defending their their choices um and i think this is a really um fascinating lesson i fully accept where you're coming from but i have done that joke in front of a crowd that was majority muslim audience and they really liked it Fair but, John, it sounds like that's an issue that's very personal to you. Well, no, I think it's just personal to East London, mate. So. Yeah, I, where, where did you say you're from Whitechapel? Yeah, yeah, I did a, um, yeah, I did a gig in um, a Muslim centre, actually, booked by a Bangladeshi Muslim guy in um, Bethnal Green. Literally, part of it. Did the joke, and, uh, and they really enjoyed it. Yeah, so I can show you the video if you'd like. Yeah, so, so basically, um, it's Ollie, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Ollie, Ollie did a bit of material. Yeah. Uh, John took offence to that bit of material and then did a whole set uh, dissecting Ollie's material. And Ollie, if you, you want to defend your material, you can. On the... oh, well, oh, did you not record me? Just oh, I got the end of it, but just, you know, okay. pick up from the top um, a little bit. What is, then... this, what is it going on? Your podcast? Yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just interesting. Basically, I did a, you didn't record, did you record the joke? I don't record any. Okay, right. basically, I did a, um, I did a joke, which the, uh, the, it was a joke which mentioned Shamima Begum. Mm-hmm. But the joke is actually, if you, I take, I take, I, you know, I get that you can hear that, and I think that's sort of the world we live in. You can hear the names from Megan and instantly think, you know, he's not entitled to talk about that. But then I think if you actually pick apart the wording of the joke, you go, "That's um, that's a joke." The joke opens with, "I think she got too hard a time for going to Syria," and then it's a joke. Basically, it's a joke about the first part is a joke about Bethlehem. It's a joke about East London, not about the people who live in East London, just about East London. Maybe you know, a joke generically, not being known as the nicest part of London. That's the first part joke. Okay, it's a joke at the expense of East London, but it's not a joke at the expense of Muslims or Shamina Begum. And then the second part is saying she lost her British citizenship. She's abroad, just to tell you the joke, she's abroad in a hot country that she chose to travel to, complain about how shit it is. What's more British than that? That's basically saying she's British, isn't she? That's the joke, yeah. Fine joke thing by me, yeah. But like, um, uh, it's just interesting. I, I, I do think, I it's, think it's good to have a. Yeah. ever actually taken. And as I said, doing it in uh, did it in Bethel Green in the middle of a uh, there's a venue, no booze, Muslim centre. Entire the entire front two rows, twenty women in hijabs, and they and they absolutely love the joke because. And this is the great thing about it, comedy: is yeah. one person will find a joke hilarious, and yeah. another person will find it completely yeah. offensive. And I could have I could have been very offended about what he did, but I laughed no, along. I yeah. thought it was I thought it was very. Funny. I thought it was good. I did um, think you yeah. could have spoken maybe if you did I mean are you sort of are you very upset about it or were you just doing it you know for the bit of bit of a laugh or were you yeah yeah because I fully take it on board if you yeah, yeah. that's what we like to call classic rap chat 
Where do you stand on offence in comedy? Why not comment, get in touch, we'd love to hear your opinions on this very contentious issue. Anyway, let's go back to the podcast live at the Dare Night Bar after the show. Okay, now let's, uh, I'd like a sane view here, not to say that you two aren't sane, but uh, Rob is, is actually not sane at all, but he is someone who has watched Rats from afar, uh, was involved in the old Rats, and this is the new, brand new Rats, new venue, what were, you, what were some of your observations uh, about tonight, was it similar, has it changed? No, it hasn't changed at all. One bit. No, you can take rats. You can take rats out of the venue, but you can't take rats out of rats. Wherever rats is, the rats will flock in their droves, and magical things happen this night. I don't understand how it happens. I mean, it's Tuesday night. It's an open mic night. What? Uh, what? That, that was pure chaos yeah. tonight. Yeah. And um, yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of friction. friction. A lot of friction. A lot the of house friction. is good, you know. That's why I'm here because if everything is kind, you don't go to comedy. You just watch something, you know, multi-pulti. But if you come here to comedy, you wanted to, you know, diversity and you want the contradictions. You want to. Oh, it's very the diverse the tonight. That's there why was we come here. there was two women on the Four. bill, and usually it's it's none. So that was a big uh, bit of diversity. Well, I can make two women, aren't I? <laughs> by age and by size, but both. Well, so so and by knowledge. So you lost your job and you've got into comedy. How long have you now been doing I comedy? September twenty seventh was my first gig. Five minutes and covering in uh, comedy virgins. I thought it was an age. Five minutes felt for me. And now I'm doing actually a comedy show. Uh, Solo comedy show at, comedy sh- uh, at, at um, Camden Fringe. Uh, it's called Adventure of an Old Cunt or Dreaming, Living My Dream. So I got a lot of different adventures, and so I don't do gigs all the time the same. I actually change a lot of stuff, you know, all the time, using my different adventures, uh, learning flying, you know, going to North Pole Expedition and stuff like this, you know. That's what I've done. After cancer, I had three times cancer, and I'm cancer survivor. And after cancer, I actually made my life much better, much brighter, because I started actually appreciating my life. And that's my, my show, basically, to inspire people not to surrender whatever they have in their life. There's always way, and also life is short, so you need to make the best of it. Even if you had to argue with a guy like this and spoil your reputation, but I will stand for my opinion because I value them, you know? That's great. So, John, you, you blew out your cheeks when she said she was a cancer survivor. Three times cancer. No, no, I didn't blow out my cheeks about that, no. What were you blowing your cheeks out about? Um, I believe she said that um, Shamima Begum was a traitor. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you think she should be executed? I think because, because, well, maybe executed, but basically should be in jail forever, never allowed in this country. Because uh, she was 15, I understand she was a young girl, but if she could fuck and have a children from the enemy, you know, then she could be responsible for her acts. That's my opinion. So if you are old enough to go to bed and, and, and screw, you, you, you should be able she enough to re- be responsible. all her children. No, yes, she lost uh, it, but so it was her choice to, to go there where there was war. Nobody asked her. She was given everything by British government. She was looked after, she was given education, health, everything. She shit on it, you know? So thank you very much, go forever. Because okay. if we get her back, it will be a bad example for people. So Rob, you're doing Edinburgh <laughs> this year. Um, <laughs> What what are your um what are you, are you excited? Uh, yeah, I am excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, off the back of tonight, not fired up, but um, optimistic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're going through a bit of a crisis of confidence. Crisis of confidence. That's why I'm here. Say, Harry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And would you say it, tonight's helped your no, crisis of confidence? Made no, it worse. No, tonight made it worse. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> 
because I keep thinking, you know, the Bill Murray's just down the road. Angel Comedy, you know, these are right. not, not, well, not first shitting of all, on rats. Well, you are shitting on rats because I have serious issues with Angel Comedy. Uh, I don't know if you've done well, there was Angel a couple Comedy. Of here, there was a couple of acts here tonight that I was like, well, you go down all right at Angel. Yeah, because they're disgusting rats yeah. and uh, Angel Comedy is crawling with rats. I don't yes. know if you've experienced Angel Comedy well, I, yet. I, 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 first of all, I, I took a course a day of five yeah. weeks, which was quite good. I mean, you know... No, no, no. Uh, I am very anti-comedy courses. I don't think you should be teaching no, I comedy. I didn't anything much to be yeah. honest with you. Why, why don't you like Angel Comedy? And, uh, well, first of all, they invented the free model, which I think has killed uh, comedy. I think comedy should have a value Hang on, on a it. Second. Wasn't this a paid night, like a donations night? Uh, yeah, because yeah, 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 because it's the market. They created that market. Okay. I'm not an idiot. But I'm not going to be like I'm not going to be like the guy who's like stands on the t- Titanic saying it's not going down. Right. You know, but it's their fault that we're having to do that. Okay. And I think it pro- propagates nights that are shit free comedy, you know? And I, and I think, you know, that's the great thing about capitalism is that, you know, if something's bad, it stops. But with free comedy, you've got all these terrible nights carrying on. Natalie has just come in the room with her, her friend as well. He's welcome to join us. We're just going to wrap up the podcast now. Te- uh, Natalie, you're a dentist. You watched the show tonight. Tell us a bit about your experiences. It's a very great show and really enjoy the performance and all people really very good and... Hilarious. You had a good laugh? Of course, yes. And um, you're from Belarus, right? Exactly. You were telling us, and you said this is the used to be the greatest country in the world. That's why I'm here. Because, and now, do you think Britain's the greatest country in the world at the moment? I think I so. Think it's the best country where I can live at the moment. And if we fall from greatness, will you move somewhere else, or...? <laughs> Depend on the cock. Wow, <laughs> Helen, you, you, so, uh, you know, he- Helen. I mean, cockerel. Yeah. I mean. And so, tell us a bit before we wrap up the podcast because I can see John is making faces at me, like to say, wrap it up. Um, how did how did you meet uh, Helen? Well, we met about uh, five years ago, and Russian New Year's Eve party. Uh huh. And we become good friends, and we found out that we're just we close to each other. Yes, we she, she was close to my husband as well one day, you know, went naked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. really? <laughs> she just you had an affair with my husband? Yeah, no. she did. Yes, she did. Of course not. And this one is also my husband's mistress. She's my friend, but I would be befriended her because my husband is in love with her. <laughs> so, so you're her husband's <laughs> mistress. No, 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 it's true, it's absolutely true. My husband even having a dog looks like her. Just like copy, you know, copy. It's so, uh, we can't... Uh, Helen just would like to make a petition to be sure that true, she you know is that, the you know, best. So, is this, can you confirm or deny... Did you have an affair with Helen's husband? Oh, yes. Did you? Wow. So this is a kind of... Which has now turned into I can, a, a menage a trois. No, I can have kissed and become comedy. Half lesbian and have a say with Helen. I love Helen. Yeah. But my husband still remember you. He still wants to go... Are you still because, with your husband? Because I'm with you. Yes, of course. Are you still with your husband? Of course. So you forgive him for all his extra well, marital yeah, affairs? I think if men wants to enjoy, why should I be on his way? I should say it. <laughs> Don't forget how it's difficult to divorce in this country, so that's why, you know, we're we're, we're friends with my husband, you know, and I can't deny him pleasures, you know, I can't, you know. So, I suppose for you, you, you four, it's all back uh, to Helen's 
yeah. for uh, an John's evening with our husband. <laughs> John's walked out. John's had enough. They always love us, my husband. They yeah. Love John's him. walked out because he's gonna. No, he's heard no. that your husband's say, easy. He's gone Peter. to fuck your husband. Nothing about sex. Okay. A conversation. Only conversation. All sex in our mind. It's very good husband. It's very good man. So I just. Stand up for his name. She just Vladimir. played it. She just played it. <laughs> and Helen, will you will you be coming? Uh, you'll be coming to the final. Will you be bringing these guys back with you? Of course. Will you be bringing your coming. husband? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. My husband uh, maybe not. husband, no, but not. We will bring more people just to just. Uh... We'll bring people. A hundred percent. Well, Rob, we'll give you the final word <laughs> as uh, you know the an almost pro comedian. <laughs> Don't go quite yet. We're almost finishing. Yeah. yeah. What what's what's your take on 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 this? I mean, it's just been an absolutely classic rats night. I I didn't think it could, I didn't think it would. I, I didn't know the magic could carry. The magic has truly the magic carried. carries, and you got everything you kind of you wish for. You know, good looking young men being good at stand up, weird people being weird at comedy, fights um, on the edge of. Like uh, morally right <laughs> it, material. Uh, even me, a man who's seen it all in my long yeah. promotion oh, wait, career. Wait, and was... there was a guy. There was a guy here writing an article about it. Oh it? yes. So there was a journalist here tonight who was what writing For what New state? Yeah, the New York Times. What state is British comedy in? So, and what do you think... I'm, his... lifting, I'm lifting a quote from that. <laughs> I'm using that as a quote. Yeah, you've got we, the New York Times. Yeah, weird and... <laughs> anyway. All right. So, any last words, Helen? Well, yeah, actually, the evening turned out to so be so enjoyable because I quite like, you know, my Slavic soul likes fighting. So that's actually brought some spice. You, to you the definitely evening. started a few fights yes. tonight. All right, thank you guys. Thanks for this doing for you, rats. Just in case my flyer. My, yeah. My All right, shows, wicked. Know. I'll put it in the podcast. I can, I can give you one if you want. Thanks. Okay, and that concludes another episode of Rat Chat. Uh, and yeah, that was. That was uh, quite an intense one. I'm not going to lie. So, if you enjoyed that, hit the like button, hit the share button, subscribe, spread the word, tell your friends. You never know who in your friend group might enjoy this, and then they share it with their friend, and before you know it, we've got a hit podcast on our hands. Um, And even if we don't, rats will carry on regardless, because that's what rats does. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We shall see you next week. Bye.